I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, guys. Drink. This is Eric Ramirez, senior editor at Billboard, and with me today is Jeff and Eric Rosenthal from It's the Real, Hi. co-hosts, hey. and Awful Records. Yay! Yeah, awful. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> with many, many artists. If you guys want to quickly introduce yourselves while drinking Snapple, I'm Abra, Darkwave Duchess. What's up? Hi, I'm Playboy Cardi, aka Cash Cardi. We're going to have to talk about these names. Keith after. Charles Spacebar. Archibald Slim. Sir Richard Poor Slim. I'm, I'm just Rich Poor Slim. I'm just playing. And um, Young Hot Father. So we got to know about these names, guys. We were talking about earlier how how did you how did you end up with the Twitter handle Father? Like how did, did you have to fight for that? Um, I didn't have to fight for it. Somebody Morin else. Ha ha. Representatives, representatives. My reps had to fight for that. Okay, so. The last time I saw you guys, I pretty much spent an entire day with you, and we followed Awful Records um, around for a day. And one of the things that I that didn't make the cut that I want to talk about is, Father, your first jobs were super interesting to me, especially when you said that you had to like carry dead babies around at a <laughs> hospital. I wish I made the cut and it didn't, or all like That'd your new. That's too extreme. Yes. Well, now it's not extreme because yeah. now it's on the podcast, yeah, but. Yeah, yeah. Quickly though, those first jobs and the barbecue um, restaurant spot. Let's see. Uh, the first real job that I had, I was a transporter in a hospital, moving around, you know, sickly people. Oh, so I went know. to an extreme and said dead babies. No, no, no I did. I did the see, dead babies. That baby makes too. much more sense than like <laughs> you just saying it out of context. I do the dead when you say like, oh, father used to carry around <laughs> dead babies all the time. Like that just seems like a weird hobby. <laughs> dead people, you know. I was, you know, I had to do some work, travel, you know. Move people right. around the morgue too, so I've dealt with the deceased and the toddler deceased as well. <laughs> oh, you said it so much better, and I feel horrible. I might have to, I might have to cut that Dead part. Dead babies. Out. I know. I really said it pretty extreme. Dead babies, also known as light work. <laughs> was, light yeah, work. they were wrapped. That was. They were wrapped like they were wrapped like sandwiches, like like See, subway sandwiches. That is worse than me terrible. saying dead babies. If you're gonna say that they were wrapped up like sandwiches, they just hand you. They were like, oh, there it is, and it's like. <laughs> I mean, it's disturbing as you thought it was. He told me they wrapped them up like baby yeah. subways. Like, that's Anything you can disturbing. carry it like a football. Carry it. <laughs> <laughs> I, put it, I put the baby in a wheelchair. Like, and I was just like, I don't want to. Yeah. So how long did you do this job for? <laughs> Two years. Do you have nightmares about it? No, nah, not really. So you guys are all up here just to hang or are you doing work? I know you shot a video. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we so shot a, a video with Hikomomoji. <laughs> it's a snuggle anthem. Me and him were on the track, so we shot that on Sunday. And it's coming out on Valentine's Day. So yeah. it should be really cool. Indeed. Really cool. The song, the song came out, out today, yeah. So check it out. And we had like four shows last week. You get a lot of love out here. Oh, yeah, sometimes definitely. it's different than the love you get in Atlanta. Certainly. Is it more extreme? Like, how is it very different? Um, I guess with Atlanta, it's like everyone out there is more so peers. Then you have you have the surrounding areas where a lot of younger folks come into the city to enjoy us, but we're surrounded mostly by other peers that you know are in the same age group as us. So I feel like people are more apprehensive to being like, oh yeah, we fuck with you. Oh, you know, can I say fuck? Yeah, you can. We fuck okay. with you. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas you come here, it's like, oh, you guys are completely from out of state. Nobody knows you here, so it's like, turn up. We love this. So like Atlanta for music is like Los Angeles for movies. It's sort of just like everybody, yeah. you know. Yeah, everybody is involved. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody has a demo. Like yeah. everyone just. Exactly like that. Yeah. Precisely. So what? When did it become like? A real business to you guys then i mean if if this is like just what you grow up doing at what point is it like oh we're gonna really take this like seriously and we're going to be able to get at father on <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know we decided yeah. to take it seriously and then it got serious for us yeah like but yeah. what was the first like sort of tipping point for it we were starting like we we're gonna start actually putting out music and selling it like when archie dropped kanye it was the same time around you dropped how to uh count yeah and y'all, well, he didn't want to sell Kanye, but you sold how to count. And then we was like, we're going to try to figure out how to get our music out there more and make more money off of it. I feel like I came in a little late in the game, but the general consensus of what, like, I was noticing when everyone was coming in is, like, nothing else works for us. Like, I can't keep a steady job contently. He was kidding his job. He was quitting. It was like, there's nothing else for us to do. Like, it's either this or there's nothing. Like, there's nothing else you want to do. And that's kind of when it was just like, we got to really make this shit go like take it seriously take ourselves seriously and like make it everything um so wait so what is exactly like um because uh McConan is like hanging out with you guys og Mako to some extent i think um is around um like what is the atlanta rap community like well it's like a bunch of different communities technically because you got like the kind of smarter like thinking men's Hipster kids, you know what I'm saying, who come from, like, low-income areas and shit, too, but they just not super street niggas and shit. And then you got, like, the street niggas, you know what I'm saying, who also want to make music, too. Mm-hmm. So it's those two lanes and shit. It's, like, Edgewood, you have all these hipster clubs and shit. And, like, Southwest Atlanta, you have all these hole-in-the-wall, you know what I'm saying, like, trap spots. Mm-hmm. Where they just going to play Future all night and shit like that. And, like, those worlds collide often and shit, but it's still segregated. That's the name of every the, the name of the game itself is segregation. Mm-hmm. Like it's a bunch of splits and divides, and just everybody's always just like picking sides. I was like, this is my group, this is your group, and you can't be in the middle because mm-hmm. we don't like people who just be in the middle. That's different. Riding but, ways, basically, a lot of people like to, like to ride ways where we from. But like last year, it was like all of us, like definitely awful, Macon and OG Mako, Key, and just like other people in like the little India scene but like those main few like we were all like working in tandem and together and bouncing ideas off each other and all kind of working towards like we gotta figure out how to make our own money off of this so does does future mean anything to you guys does does Gucci mean anything to you of guys of course yeah they the best future just dropped Beast Mode which is yeah. the best tape and then dropped in 2015 if anybody else tell you different like my lying. man Curry told me man Gucci really show you how to live for real <laughs> you can listen to Gucci man and just that would be a blueprint Gucci for the rest of your the life. Culture 
For real. Um, I was just watching um, Vice put out their documentary, or he's putting out their documentary. It's like an eight-part series um, about we Atlanta. And, um, I mean, there's obviously a lot of issues that I have with um, people like Thomas, um, you know, being the narrator. <laughs> but um, but uh, he says that Gucci is basically, like, the center of new Atlanta hip-hop. And, like, that everything can sort of be traced back to him because he's the one guy who really, like, takes chances. Do you guys think that's true? He's the greatest A&R that the city of Atlanta had in, like, the last 10 years yeah, this year. Because the I thing about Gucci is, way. while he's Gucci, man, he's this superstar and shit. Like, the I difference agree. is, like, he's not removed from either. You know what I'm saying? Gucci can bounce around from art. Like, he beats that segregation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can go and be in jail for six months and find out about the young thugs and what's going on in the street and still go on Edgewood and just be like, hey, all these hipster kids love me. What's hot over here? You know what I'm saying? And, like, the way he works with music, like, he's, like, really a musical genius. Like, he has a super-duper work ethic, and he has an ear for just being, like, this is what's cool. Let me put y'all together and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Like, really, if he went and got went to jail, like, he had the best indie Atlanta rapster ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, he had Young Thug, the Migos, Chief Keith, Scooter. He was about to acquire yeah. Dolph. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the super dreams, and that's like the hip hop all stars right now. Juice, man. Yeah, he puts on yeah, yeah. for the city, and like yeah. he's he's so respected. Like you go anywhere, and you guys about Gucci, he's valid, and it's not just Atlanta; it's the South. Being from Atlanta, being by yeah. Pat from Gucci, <laughs> straight up. <laughs> um, you know, I came down here, and I, I I was like, I have one question I need to ask these guys. They're from Atlanta. They, you guys have run into Gucci Mane. Um, who is running his Twitter account? Oh, uh, that is uh, what? nobody knows. Nobody, I have no idea. I really f- and everybody just a go ghost. with it. I mean, a ghost, a ghost, a trap ghost, a phantom. He probably anymore. just has. He probably just has his phone. He probably yeah. just has a phone. He, he got just, three phones. He probably <laughs> has his phone in. I'm pretty sure he has his prison. phone. There's like two great unsolved questions in hip hop. Who's running Gucci's Twitter account, and and who is like Joe Budden's photographer? Like who's getting in there and taking like all of his Instagram pictures? Like that's what I really want to know in life. Um. Wait, you guys mentioned the segregation. You feel like you play into that? Is that a good thing that you guys are all separated in these little pockets? We segregated ourselves, kind of, and then, like, other people like us who were in their own little bubbles gravitated towards us, and we figured out our own little form of unity, I guess. But, like, we were part of segregation, too. We were just like, fuck the other side. Like, we don't know (laughs) y'all. And y'all don't like us because y'all think we weird. And we just like oh, trying to get like you on. We glowed though, but I feel like because our 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 click is glow. not glow because we trying to expand our shit. Like you got Gom, you got Slug, you got me. Like we're different. Like you know what I'm saying. Like it's all rap, but we're trying to expand like what we do also. So we're not segregating. For we're so mainstream. That's everybody what else, is. they ain't ready for it. Well, you oh. I feel like the music that we bring to Atlanta is like. Like it's like what these guys are from Atlanta like who's like you really want to like you 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 can't even tell like when you listen to somebody on the radio you can be like all right somebody going in talking about trap and blah blah you can picture him based off that song oh bruh probably tatted up chains packs got trap house but you listen to our music you like dang these like he got like six Nokia phones they out here jugging wrists like you know it's, it's we. The streets are crazy right now. Like we gotta live for real. Off we also have different backgrounds and like what we came up with. Like yeah. what you know what I'm saying. Like we listen to completely different music than what we make now. You know, so I feel like our music is very universal. So yeah. we don't. I don't feel like we listen part to all of that types of music. Segregated yeah. shit. Like yeah, we like all music. We do not like. We make yeah. music for everybody. I feel like. 
Um, when I first heard "Look at Wrist," um, I, I, my my first thought was like, it sounds so much like. Um, and I was a big Cool Kids fan, um, and I was like, it sounds like what they would make now. And then I was so happy that they jumped on the remix. But like, was that at all in your head? Like minimal like hip hop. Like, were you listening to them like coming up? Was that at all? I I had my phase of listening to that type of music. Yeah, but. I would more so give my like props to Soldier Boy. Yes. Okay. Okay. Honestly, like I mean, I listened to a lot of cool kids and shit mm. when I was in high school. But those two things aren't that far apart. Yeah, they're not far apart. Yeah. But but it was more so Soldier Boy mm-hmm. than cool kids. Right. But I, I I can I can see where the comparisons would be drawn, especially with, like fake as fuck. Mm-hmm. But if you were to have like a middle ground, I feel like I kind of bridged that from like Soldier Boy right. to Atlanta's Blunt Fang type of thing. Have there ever been any limits on you guys? Because I feel like you've grown up in this this space where it's just like whatever you want to achieve, you you guys are in charge, right? Like you right. guys set the limits. It's you want to record something, cool, you'll do it like at your apartment or you want to put it out, that's on you guys. Like you want to know how to market it, that's on you guys, right? right? Have there ever been any limits? Have people stopped you like from performing where you want to perform or like working with who you want to work with or releasing music that you guys feel is relevant or pushing boundaries? If that happens, it's more so because if it's somebody we worked with and they have some type of binding agreement with somebody else that's preventing us. But otherwise, we as a group, there's yeah. no limitations. We kind of just coach each other like. We might make a song and be like, hey, Abra, what you think about this? And she'd be like, I don't like this part. And I'd be like, well, I like it. fuck what you talking about? And then i yeah. go back and listen to it. And I'm like, she right. I don't like this part. <laughs> well, it'll be the direct opposite where it's just like you're asking somebody, like, oh, what do you think about this? And they're all just like, shut the fuck up and put it out. Like, yeah. yeah. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Like also, so there was this, I saw something um, where it just said, like, kids are not watching TV anymore. Like, it's just people are not interested in, like, going in front of, like, a separate entity. They want to go in front of, like, their computer screen and watch True. whatever's there yeah. and more immediate when they want to watch it, right? Do you guys care about radio? Does radio exist to you guys? Do I was you- about to say, like, radio, print media, and TV. Shout out to like- Billboard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, but y'all about to die. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, Bill, like, that shit's on the way out. It's going the way of the dodo. You know what I'm saying? They got long, long old money. Like, radio and print media been around for like 100 American years. Like, that's a lot, a lot of money to get rid of. But, like, 
Millennial kids don't give a fuck about that. You know what I'm saying? Like instant gratification, the name of the game. You know what I'm saying? Why, why do I want to wait up like till seven in the morning for the daily newspaper to come out when like at six this morning all the articles were already up on my phone? You know what I'm saying? It's like no one wants to try and tap in and cultivate that and tie it back into like the other shit. So like radio is all streaming, you know, on the internet, SoundCloud, podcasts, all that going to take over radio and shit because like besides no one wants to listen to Top 40 all the time and shit like. I don't know, like it's just lame now. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, obviously, you guys are do-it-yourselfers. Um, when you watch someone like McConan link up with OVO and and Drake specifically, does that give you guys a different perspective? Do you do you reconsider like where you want to go with the help of somebody who's in that position or is it just like this is cool for you and yeah you'll take any meetings and see what else is out there but really it's at i kind of the the i kind of stopped with the meetings honestly like i was it was it was happening for i was considering it for a second i was like what can you <laughs> offer me and after a while i was just like can't really offer me shit that i can't do for myself over a period of time at least wait no i think we talked about that a little bit on on the series also where you guys said that you could pretty much do this yourself because you're depending mostly on touring and streaming and all that. Right. So you're pretty much saying it's just, it falls on patience that you could kind of do this yourself. Yeah. When, when does it stop though? When do you feel you're going to be like, you know what, this has to happen in order for me to reconsider signing something bigger. Um, I don't know if I can't, I can't really say when, because right honestly, really honestly, yeah. like my, my whole thing has been, I am doing a lot better now mm-hmm. than I was last year dead babies no more dead you know no more dead babies <laughs> no more dead babies no more barbecue sauce on my fucking shirt when i get home i don't smell like fried chicken or french fries or no shit like that so it's like i'm that traveling. was a separate job right yeah, yeah, yeah. Separate okay job. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know yeah no fried chicken in the hospital okay we'll cross that bridge when we get to it <laughs> but yeah like i'm gonna like i'm patient because i'm just it's going up I'm watching it go up, and I'm just like, I'm slow cool. and steady I'm wins cool. the race. Slow and steady wins the race for sure. Um, all right, so there's like uh, 11 people signed to Awful Records. Is that right? 15. 15. Four, 15. Dex is 15. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if we were to all, I'm including myself for some reason. I, I feel like I'm <laughs> now signed. But um, <laughs> if we were to all rob a bank, who would be the getaway driver? Who would be the grease man? Who would be. Yeah, like if we were to treat this like Ocean's Eleven, like what would our roles be? I'd be at the crib, <laughs> waiting on it to come back. You'd <laughs> be that old fat guy who invested in the plan. Yeah. I, I would invest in the plan. Females, man. Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm gonna be the inside man. You know what I mean? I just get hired like two months before. By yeah, the thing. yeah. I'd be like Keep the grease man, or the demolition man. Who's the driver? Archie? Archie, 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 def- yeah. Archie or Stalin is definitely a driver. Yeah, like Don Chilo. I would like Don yeah. Chilo. Or like George Clooney or Matt Damon, one of them three. Wait, but back <laughs> to your Denzel. point, ladies, man. <laughs> yeah, females, man. <laughs> Wait, what question did you think that we were talking about? <laughs> I was testing females, and I thought y'all was just like, what are you doing? But yeah, but what was the question? <laughs> about to rob a bank, who would you be? Who I be? Like, what role? Nah, man. Yeah, I'm. I'm the You'll one be with the, the one gun that because shoots the security guard I, yeah. too fast. <laughs> Mr. White. <laughs> on some shit Mr. like that. <laughs> on some shit like that, man. You know, I saw you him reaching for the gun. Up. I just thought he was good. Yeah. Do you guys like you're putting out stuff? I mean, at a at a crazy clip. But um, are you guys like checking SoundCloud numbers? Do that, does that even yeah. matter to you? Yeah. yeah. 
Boy, I'm in the Matrix, man. That's what I you're know supposed all to the do. And everything. You drop it. I check like like now at this point because I'm just so like everywhere else. I check it like every week and a half, two weeks. When I drop something, of course, I'm looking. But I like to look at the numbers to try to see what man. I check that like, shit. You, you got to like yeah. how are you gonna know what people like like exactly. Every song on your project might not sound the same, so you know what to make and what not to make again. Like, oh, this song didn't do that good, and I'm fucking with that song, so I'm gonna go back and do something else. So really, we drop music fast because we're trying to revise our process and get shit right. So when you mention anal- a- analytics, and I assume you're serious about that, yeah. like, do you see the different pockets across the country where you get the most interest? And is fucking that right. is yeah, that yeah. then where you're like, oh, well, we should go tour there, yeah. and that's where we can sell some merch mm-hmm. there. Have there been any like traditional DJs, DJ Drama, Don Cannon, any you know like any of the guys who put out full? Um, what's up? Well, yeah. Have have any of them reached out to you guys? Been like, what's nope. up? Yeah. No, I was asking more more in terms of like you guys clearly like you talk about riding waves. You guys are ahead of the wave, right? Like right. You guys are making the wave. I was more asking in terms of like our traditional guys. Like, yeah, Drama is an A and R, but like at at Atlantic. He's he's high up in a building and has a high paying job to find this stuff. Is he? Are people like that reaching out because they see what you guys are doing? Like they have to catch up. No nah, man, it's like the Hunger Games, man. Like we in we in the district and they on the other side where the affluent at and they don't care about what's going on. Here's a really important question. Father only has one arm of his glasses. I'm wondering what happened to the other one. Is that a, is that on I purpose? I got beat up. Did you really? No. No, I didn't get beat up. You think he'll get beat up? With no, I don't know. Right like, people swinging on my cone in there. SOBs. I don't know, like, you know, what's happening. We wasn't anymore. there. We wasn't there. Not, we, not, were, not, we, were, <laughs> we were actually. We, not, not, I yeah. walked down to the McDonald's. We man. were there, but we, we outside. We, I wasn't there, but they were. You were there? You were outside? Yeah, that was the They made sure they waited until we weren't in the. Because there was too many of us. Because like, yeah, it would have been bad. Everybody was just dope off the stage. Hold up. You got, were you not let in to the... No, we had performed. We'd already we, we performed. You'd finished. Yeah. And we finished, and we were outside. And McConnell was doing his last set. He was about to hop off stage right before that happened anyway. Okay, so. and so from what you guys understand, what happened? No, we didn't even see bro come in. We didn't know anything. We we were unaware. It was really on plotting. Nah, based I wasn't even there. Mm -hmm. I just watched the video like three times. I'm like, yo, okay, so (laughs) where's awful? I don't see none of my awful dudes, and everybody on stage that was rocking with him. That's not right. <laughs> you feel me? Was yeah, it wasn't nobody on stage who was really that about that action. Anyway, but yeah, I got into a bad car accident, and this is how this is how me and Poe really got tight. He I hit a bus. A, I hit a bus. <laughs> what? A Georgia State bus. I'm dropping off this female. We arguing and shit. I don't know. I'm mad as fuck. I dropped her off. I'm on Baker Street. I see the Greyhound coming, and next thing you hear is just sh- boom. I'm talking about my whole shit just crushed in, you know what I mean? Glass all in my lap. I'm freaking the fuck out. And I just drove kept like going. six exits down I just the kept road. going just to just to go to a Vice interview. That like, I was just like, yo, I cannot miss this Vice interview. I'm going to jail, but fuck it. What's the time? <laughs> I get to the Vice interview. I'm trying to play it off. These niggas are already seeing it in my face. You know, my hands bleeding. I was like, yo, Poe, man, I'm about to go to jail, bro. <laughs> he took me back to the scene, finessed the cop. I ain't even had to go to court, yo. My shit total, but, you know, I got a Mercedes right after that. So we good, you know what I mean? 
Off the records, we we really balling, man. <laughs> we good. Yo, that's something I take for granted so badly. I wouldn't do anything for a Vice interview. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, See, but at the point in time, we thought it was, thought it was cool. something. We thought it was gonna yeah. be extra cool, and yeah. then we was like, oh, it's not like, that uh, cool. Nah, I'm kidding. I love you, Vice. Thank you for posting all of our stuff. <laughs> Wait, what happened to? Are you and the girl still talking? That's over. Uh, it kind of has to be over right after an accident yeah. like that. <laughs> Which one? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we still talking, you know what I'm saying? But you got to realize, it's, look, check me out, though. You got to realize it's not it's not a lot of girls out there. You're going to deal, like, bro, you're going to deal with females on some shit that you sometimes you're going to be like, yo, fuck, like, fuck it. I'm, I still fuck with you on some shit, you know what I mean? But you know, I don't know what you mean at all. Is this is this female the one that's on your background on your phone right there? Oh hell no! This is the one I'm gonna meet when the check come in. She uh, she uh, she modeled for American Apparel. Okay. Yeah, she came to uh, she was at you know Rari. Yeah, Rari. Yeah. Yeah. I was we was we was cool back back when before she came to his show. I was spitting game at her, but she didn't know me. But she she we'll catch up. Funny like. It's a, it's a true southern pronunciation of it because yeah. I'm like Rory, like Ferrari, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rory. 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 Rory, Rory, yeah. I'm always oh, always is that Rory? It's it's Rory. What I, I thought it was Rory. It's Rory. <laughs> from Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just know he has a big hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yoga. Wait, so out of I know, out of the people that have reached out to you guys to like collaborate or just meet up, what have been your guys' like big surprises? Of like someone reaching out that you wouldn't expect them to. ASAP motherfucker with a strong base god, base god little B. Yeah. How was that conversation? Great. He gave me his number, and I just hit him up for personal advice through the winter. Don't know why. I, I don't want to rain on your guys' parade, but base god reaches out to Everyone. everybody. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but he gave me good no, text, no, 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 like no, text cool. advice. Like one time I was going through it, and he like I'm like, yo, base god, help me out, bro. It's like, yo, just accept the hurt. That's what he told me. Whoa. <laughs> it was deep. He was so deep. He was just like, don't force love, accept the hurt. And I'm like, thanks, man. I was on the south side listening to that shit. Niggas thought I was gay as hell. What the fuck you listening to? I'm like, all right, watch. Well, were you listening to <laughs> I'm Gay? No, I was listening was to news. Blue Flame, the hardest tape. Oh, okay. The only tape Trapper Hall is dead for Lil B. I was on that shit. That shit is fresh, bro. Um, wait, have you guys ever been to a Lil B show? Yes. Nope. I saw him. He didn't do any songs. Um, there, there were songs in the background, and there was a lot of lights. I remember that. But people were mostly just passing him gifts. Yeah. Um, be them like you know, women or books or so like flowers, like spatulas, so any of that. Oh my God. And then um, it ended. Offering. And yes, a lot of offerings. A lot of vases. <laughs> so ritualistic. Um, and then um, yeah. at the end of it, there was a big fight. And then it ended, and I was like, "Wow, what a weird, like, whiplashy sort of, <laughs> you know, super positive to super negative." Yeah. By the way, to be fair, you sacrificed your bitch to the Greyhound bus god. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> Yo, that wasn't a good day, bro. Like, I was so psyched. Yo, I was clean as hell. My fit was so clean. I had, I had just got this Supreme shirt. I'm talking about. <laughs> Yo, glass was everywhere. I was freaked out. Y'all ain't never seen me that freaked out. Yeah, this man right here helped me, bro. I supposed to be in jail for five months right now. I ain't doing nothing. This nigga saves me. He saves me, bro. Um, but back to base God. So I, um, <laughs> I, uh, 
I mean, Father the name just reminds me of very religious iconography. You could right. be the new base god. Oh. He don't want to be the new base guy. He yes, he do. Yeah. No, he don't. <laughs> yes, he do. What do you want? What do you want to be? I I just want to father. be yeah. father. You know, Aww. just touch your, you know, put my hand on your shoulder and say it's going to be all right, and then you believe me. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.